Hey there, if you're listening to this podcast right now, you're probably into cryptids and monsters. Well, if you have a creative spark, you can always join us in our first ever Supernatural Selection zine project. For 2024, we are doing cryptid encounters, where you can draw or write a encounter with a cryptid of your choice, and we'll put it in the zine. The current submission window is from early January to late June. If you're interested in finding out more, you can always go to SupernaturalSelectionPod.com slash zines. That is Z-I-N-E-S. Now back to the show. we don't have to like be tied down to Christmas on this one because Christmas can be depressing and I'd like to move on to weird shit. I, well, I had a whole I had a whole conspiracy going. I was really You know, you do. can talk about it. No, I'm not going to cuz it's not Christmas anymore. Okay. Well, I mean, well, and it, I had trouble not, finding stuff. It's not Christmas, but I still have some depressing shit for us, so. Oh, well, that's good. Holiday depression abounds. Hello. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Supernatural Selection. I'm your host, Kevin Heyman. With me this week are Mike the Skeptic. Mike, how you doing? More like Supernatural Depression. Yeah, that's a good one. Let's get straight out the gate with that shit. Put it on a t-shirt. Yeah, Supernatural Depression. And we've got Mr. David Davis. David, how are you doing? I am doing well enough. Wow. Boy, we are just full of beans today. <laughs> You know, hey, you I'm, get three, like, terminally depressed people together to put together a hey, podcast. What do you expect would I, happen? I wouldn't say Mike's depressed. He's no. just... I'm I'm subdued, but yes. I'm generally <laughs> in a pretty good mood most of the time. He's in a much better mood than me, usually. Okay, that that's <clears throat> fair. I'm so, just under... Under... Under seasoned. Not, not enthusiastic. Understated. Yes. There we go. Subdued, yes. So, uh... It's the weekend weird, and we did not do anything for the holidays because the holidays and a lot of shit happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. there were those several personal life things that kept all, us from doing it. All three of us had shit go down. So, I didn't, mm-hmm. but... Well, you know, work. Well, work, yes. Yeah. Work was a big pain in the dick, but... Yeah, it I, always is. The last two weeks, I've worked uh, 92 hours. I thought it was 96. <clears throat> 96 hours? Yeah, 96 yeah. hours. Close to yeah. 100. Yeah. Jesus. So, yeah, no, it's pretty crazy. And uh But it's I, the only time of year this actually happens, so Yeah, meanwhile I've been trying not to live like I'm in the song Brick by Ben Folds Five. <laughs> so that's yeah. fun. Anyway, so uh before we really get going, I've got two updates I wanted to talk about from previous episodes. Okay. So first off our last major episode was uh, KLF, and there's something I didn't get a chance to talk about in there, and that is what they're doing now. Uh, the K the K Foundation is still around, and the first thing I want to bring up is they've started what is, <clears throat> for lack of a better term, they want to start an old folks home for aging punkers. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Like for punk musicians. 
And uh, I love the idea of an old folks home blasting the Sex Pistols. Um, <laughs> and the other thing they're doing is uh, Drummond apparently lost his brother a while back, and his plan oh. is to build a pyramid of the dead. Fuck yeah. A pyramid made of dead people. And when I say dead people, I don't mean stacked up bodies. The idea is you join the K Foundation for a nominal fee, and when you die, they take blood from you, bake it into a brick, and then use that brick in the construction of the pyramid. So literally a pyramid of death made of humans. So so number one, I love both of these ideas. <laughs> and yeah. I was already planning on being turned into a brick anyway, so that way I could be thrown really? through the window of a bank. Yeah, oh. so someone could throw me through the window of a bank. Oh, dude, can, so, if I'm around, I want to be the one that throws it. So so just use half of my blood to make bricks for a pyramid of the dead and the other half to, like, rob a bank. You know, that I'm, is I'm that's great. That's really, really nice of you. Mike, how, or, do, how does that make you feel? <laughs> um, Either of these ideas scared and confused you just use me like um the old lady in andor where like they turned her funeral brick into a stormtrooper smashing yeah oh god that's great yeah i want that was the coolest fucking thing that ever happened in star wars ever and that That, includes jedi shit that was pretty badass yes um i kind of want to be i want my fat distilled down to be used as a molotov cocktail (laughs) uh, go for a couple candles too yeah there you go a Kevin yeah. candle. Boy, <laughs> man, a spell done with that candle would be fucked. <laughs> so anyway, the other thing, this is this is an update I never thought I'd do. This is an update to the Pascagoula River abduction that we covered, Ooh. which, you know, is here in Mississippi. And do you know what that update is? I do not. Fucking witnesses came forward. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Same night, there was another couple fishing on the other side of the river. That said, they said they saw the ship come down, <laughs> aliens come out, and take the, uh, Parker and Hickson, and then drop them off later. And when asked why they didn't uh, come forward with it, they were both like, yeah, we didn't want to get thrown into Whitfield, which is our local uh, insane asylum. It reminds me of that meme of the cat standing up on its hind legs, but they photoshopped overalls on it. Yeah. And the cat's just like, what's that going on over there? Yes. But like, (laughs) seriously, they were like, I'm not telling a goddamn soul. We saw spacemen take people on the river. (laughs) Holy shit. That's incredible. They finally came forward like this year. And it's still kind of a breaking story. There's more information coming. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm just blown away that these two like say they saw it happen like that's cool like yeah. i love that that's a great they said they saw and the thing is they said they saw the three aliens and i'm like this is this is great this is fucking great <laughs> I, uh, can you imagine fishing and just seeing that shit like we talk about like them <laughs> being there being abducted but, but like, imagine see, being across yeah. the river watching this shit yeah no i just see myself going da 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 <laughs> I mean, that's like driving down the road and you saw Betty and Barney Hill get taken. I mean, goddamn. Right. And, Jesus and, Christ. Yeah, and the thing is, it's another one of those things where it's like, they're not getting money from this. Mm-hmm. And they're still, these two people are like highly embarrassed. They kind of didn't want their names out there until like the person they were talking to convinced them to do it. So I don't know what they get out of this by lying unless mm-hmm. they like, 
unless it's just one of those things where you suddenly, uh, you know, you think you remember something. Oh, right? Maybe they like people like us going to their door. Maybe. <laughs> Mike? Yeah. You, you think it was like they're just, they think they remember it? I don't know. I mean, like you said, I mean, I don't know what their motivation is. I'm, you never right. know with people. They I know. Have weird motivations all the time. Yeah. But like, um, you know, it, it, it's like all the people that say they remember Optimus Prime dying and turning to dust. I'm like, no, he didn't. Yeah. No, That's the other didn't. thing is this, you know, after this long, there's, it's hard to say what, how accurate their memories are. Cause you know, yeah. But it's still really interesting because how often do you see an abduction have outside witnesses? Mm, I can yeah. think of like one that went down in the annals of UFO history and then it turned out it was completely fake. Mm. Like no one involved was a real person. So you know, I was talking about how there's never witnesses to like the actual abductions. Well, here we fucking go. That's... Yeah, here, here we go. A couple of oldsters being like, well, we didn't want to get put in the asylum, but it's big in the news now. <laughs> And I can see that. Like, the husband was like, don't you fucking tell anybody this happened. <laughs> so, that, that, I don't know. It's just kind of a couple of neat updates I wanted to share from previous episodes. So, in Weekend Weird, if we've got updates on previous things, we'll definitely talk about it. So Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, as usual, with our typical uh, Weekend Weird thing, we have had no discussion on who goes first. <laughs> so, who wants to go first? Uh, I can go, but you're going to have to make a choice. Oh, do I get a Sophie's Choice? Yeah, so you get the story that puckers your asshole, or the story about a lucid asshole. A what asshole? What was that second a, one? A, a, a loosened asshole. A loose, okay, puckered or loosened. I thought you said lucid asshole. Is yeah. Like a self-aware <laughs> asshole? Yeah, an asshole that is completely aware of what's happening and won't stop screaming. Um, hmm. Mike, let's, let's confer on this. Do you want to go with tight or loose? <laughs> um, righty tighty, lefty loosey. Hmm. Righty tighty, lefty loosey. Well, we're both sort of liberal, so I guess loose. We're gonna go lefty. Okay, here we go. Um, so this source is from the Guardian. Oh boy. And the title is Chinese Chess Champion Stripped of Title After Defecating in Hotel Bathtub. <laughs> you know, I saw that headline. I was like, I kind of hope somebody covers that. <laughs> so um, yeah, I, I read the article. Uh, so, yeah, uh, yeah, under the title, um, Yang Shenlong crowned Shangxi king, but overdid celebrations as governing body also investigates whether he cheated, cheated using anal beads. Yeah, so that's um, a different thing. Uh, <laughs> that's surprisingly, that's completely separate from the defecation. Okay, can I ask if the anal beads like were giving him answers? Were they yeah, whispering? So, so mm -hmm. the it's the same thing like the... Did you, did you ever hear about the uh, poker flap like about a year ago or so? Where the dude had like a vibrator Supposedly, in his butt was, or something? Well, there was a lady also that was accused of it. Okay. Um, this yeah, this no, is all kind of new to but me. But basically so. it's like some kind of a remote or Bluetooth device. And they say they saw him rhythmically clenching his butt cheeks. <laughs> which, he, which, they, which some people think was him inputting, you know, his moves and then he would receive vibrations back and code oh my god what moves he should make okay which... Dave, david yeah sorry mike go ahead sorry mike go ahead what me yeah i thought you said david go ahead yeah no i was also i wanted you to finish your sentence oh well yeah i mean that was pretty much it okay 
Well, David, do, but, give us the details. Well, they also did that as an episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia in the most recent season with Danny DeVito with a vibrator up his ass. God <laughs> damn it. It was wonderful. Show. It was wonderful. That fucking show. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was it was kind of already in the news, but um, the world of Chinese chess is an uproar over rumors of cheating and a bad behavior scandal that saw the national champion stripped of his title on Monday after a victory celebration ended with him defecating in a hotel bathtub. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I know uh, people so, that have done that, but it didn't involve chess. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have this gentleman, uh, Yan Shenglong, who uh, beat dozens of contenders at Shangxi, which is the... Uh, the like it's not like chess as we yeah. would probably think uh -huh. it's it's uh, the chinese national form of chess yeah um um it's a, it's so a strategy he, game similar to chess yeah. and he he won a tournament bested dozens of contenders but his joy was short-lived with the cxa on monday announcing that yan would have his title revoked and prize money confiscated after uh he had been caught disrupting public order and displaying extremely bad character the oh, association God. was also forced to address rumors circulating online that yan had cheated during the competition by using anal beads equipped with wireless transmitters to send and receive signals oh my god <laughs> um so yan allegedly clenched unclenched rhythmically to communicate information about the chessboard via code to a computer which then sent back instructions on what moves to make in the form of vibrations oh um, god to, yeah, I, I, number one i applaud that guy for his anal control is yeah. it more yeah those uh, are good kegels was uh, it, was I, was, it I, was, I was also gonna say like what if he what if he accidentally like came in the middle of like, oh god <laughs> yeah and my other thing is was it morse code or well i mean yeah they're gonna have some kind of like you know, theoretically, you would have some kind of signaling set up, either Morse code or some other kind of coded. Because obviously, mm -hmm. it's only going to be like mm -hmm. binary. It's got to be. One um, beat for yes, two beeps for no. Right. Um, based on our understanding of the situation, it is currently impossible to prove that Jan engaged in cheating via anal beads, as speculated on social media, the CXA said. Okay. Um, but he was stripped of his title and banned from playing for a year after his celebrations went wayward. Jan consumed alcohol with others in his room on the night of the 17th, and then he defecated in the bathtub of the room he God. was staying in on the 18th in an act that damaged hotel property, violated public order and good morals, had a negative impact on the completion or the competition of the event in Shangxi, and was of extremely bad character, the association said. So I guess the question we have to ask here is the defecation in the tub. Uh -huh. Is that just like because he was drunk or yeah, did he have a loosened? Did, no, no. Did he shit the beads out? No, they would have found them if they. Okay. I, yeah, no, that would be I the smoking just, gun just, or at least the sticky just, bead. <laughs> he, he just got shit faced <laughs> and uh, you know thought either thought it'd be a great idea to shit in the tub or maybe he just passed out in the tub and shit in the tub. See, I'm kind of thinking it is a thing where they were in so long, just you know, the drawstring is loose, as it were. Yeah, I just yeah. I wonder. I mean, how long does a? I wonder how long these matches go, and especially because if it's a tournament, if you've been using anal beads that vibrate that entire time to send signals for each move 
Right. Like that that has got to like shake the foundation. Well, and that's some awful good batteries too. Shake the foundation. I like that. Thank you. That was a funny so, joke. I, I I don't know, man. Like I I know it was probably a lot of it was yeah, I probably got really fucking drunk, won a tournament in the weirdest way possible, you know, had fun, fuck it, shit in the tub, but also like <laughs> The shitting in the tub and the accusations of anal beads, like it just they, yeah. they seem to go together it, like well, peanut butter and jelly. Oh from, god. Well, from what I understand though, also the accusations were coming out before before he the even the thing about shitting in the tub. So. Okay. Well, well maybe maybe, maybe someone brought up a Weibo post to him, then he's like, I'll show you I didn't have a shit up my ass. <laughs> Yeah, he just sat there, bitch, I shit trains, now what? I have an important question, though. Yeah? Do you, mm-hmm. do you think he tried to waffle stomp it? Oh, this is like <laughs> this is like the old uh, uh, Last Podcast Network poop gate. Mm, yes, who pooped tried, in the Tried tub. to waffle stomp yeah. it down the drain. Mm-hmm. I still think it was holding McNeely, but anyway. So, and here's, here's the other thing is that, you know, the, the, the charges against him are bullshit. Mm-hmm. More, yeah. More shit. Uh, yeah. Because, you know... If they hadn't publicized it, it would not have been against the public, whatever the fuck the... Yeah, this is if like the super, public doesn't know, you did it. Yeah, this, this is some. This is just some trumped up, you know... It was probably Chinese. some official's hotel. Even then, you know, it's like cleaning up poop out of a tub isn't that damaging of the hotel property. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm not sorry. damage. I'm sorry. Who hasn't, who hasn't a tub, cleaned up poop up out of a tub? I'm sorry. If your tub can't handle yeah, a okay, little fair. poop in it, you know, you should probably get into a different business. Yeah, that's like your tub's made out of paper. Yeah, there's been worse stuff in hotel tubs. So, Fucking like rice paper tub is what I, you In got. fact, I would, I would wager there's probably... Does none that does not exist a hotel tub that not, has not at some point had poop in it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's gonna there, really there, fuck there with my head. There hasn't been a hotel coming. mattress that hasn't had poop on it. Like it's just you, no, it's that's, just, that's how it is. I am sleeping on the floor at Dragon Con. Then I haven't seen. Any, oh, the Dragon Con any... floor probably has poop on it. Oh, there's a lot on the Dragon Con oh, floor. Oh my I'm god. Sure. Oh, that reminds me. Um, I saw a picture the other day of these two chairs at a convention, like the white chairs right yeah yeah but oh, both of them had shit streaks on them oh, oh. my god <laughs> jesus christ that's, that's why the hotels at dragon con put the chairs away during the convention that's why they're so expensive yeah <laughs> they know what you're gonna do but it's yeah. been a very uh gross story so yeah, far. It, it, yeah at least nothing died i mean it sounds like they purposely wanted to strip him of it and like make an example yeah, no. Maybe this maybe, sounds... maybe it was the uh, the with the claims of cheating. They used this as an excuse to strip him of his title instead of having to try to actually prove he cheated. They decided, mm-hmm. well, he he shit in the tub, therefore, you know, it it violated the public decency or whatever. The yeah, this it this lowered does his sound... lowered his social credit score below you know the yeah. level where he could get a car loan or whatever. Yeah, because if like it was a uh, private party, like number one, who fucking narked? But um, n- yeah, number two, assholes. like, like if it's a private party, like you know, shit in your tub. I don't give a shit. Yeah, man. Yeah, you do you. I, th- I just in general, I feel like this dude's been done wrong. I feel like the if if he was cheating, the only thing he did wrong was the anal beads. Uh, well, and no, even then, the, the I'm still impressed. The yeah, okay, fair. 
I don't like, feel like I, I'm kind of with David. I don't feel like shitting in the tub is necessarily. No, that was just where, where he went wrong. You know, if he, sure. If he, had, but, if he had, if he had cheated, you know, he should have. Like whenever you get get away with something like that, you need to like keep your nose. You gotta clean. be on care. You gotta be careful. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you know, but uh, can you imagine? Like maybe maybe he was passed out drunk, and the housekeeper came in. Oh, and you know, saw well. There's, there's, there he is, naked with a shitty ass, laying butt up in the bed, <laughs> and go into the bathroom because you know, I guess this, this, this housekeeper is not going to immediately like leave, and they see a, a big old duke in the tub, and they're like, you know, get on the radio to their boss, and they're like, yeah, we got a, we got a tub shitter, we got a tub shitter <laughs> in the, uh, the I chest. Repeat, we have suite. the Chinese chess champion tub shitter. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Wow. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah. So again, I don't know if the tub shitting is related to the anal beads, but I like to think in a world, in this world, that yeah, that could be related. I mean, I could see that you know after he the party happened so soon after the winning, he didn't have time to remove the anal beads. So yeah, I, then, I don't quite get and then the. He like decided to here. sit on the edge of the tub and like, okay, well, I got to pull these out, and he like pulled on him like you know starting a lawnmower and just went <laughs> oh god well, okay here's the question we, hmm. we talked about like shitting in the tub do we do we wonder if like if it got so stirred up it was more like a shotgun blast than a <laughs> oh god like like south park when cartman was shitting oh i mean it's uh, gonna it, it i i think it would be some some uh some splatter some uh just just uh, the wall projectiles just, Oh my god! Yeah, that's man. <laughs> what if using the anal beads like packed it, and then it blasted out like a cork <laughs> out of a pop gun? It, it looked like one of those, um, you know, when you have one of those fireworks snakes, where it's just like a cake. Uh-huh. Oh my god! Yeah, I know the ones. Kevin, Kevin reminds me of that joke. Oh, the pig and the monkey. Yeah, I might have so, to tell that one day. Maybe on a. Distraction, distraction hole. hole yeah we'll do it there i'm just gonna say sometimes you're the pig and the monkey yes so oh, jesus anyway uh mike <laughs> do you want to go next or should i go next uh okay are you after you know shitting in the tub are you ready to be mind fucked i've been reading lovecraft <laughs> science fiction i am more than ready so how about this scientists have been able to uh reflect light backwards shut the fuck up wait time okay double shut the fuck up so so the title of this article which is a little little uh sensationalist i'll admit having read it but says light can be reflected not only in space but also in time so basically they set up a metamaterial not quite a mirror but it's it's a okay it's a, so it's basically like a mirror because it reflects light but mm-hmm. it's a mirror that they can add thickness to it at will like so time so, mirror got it yeah <laughs> it's it's like a fat mirror it's like a mirror that you can make fat all of a sudden so it's got a ga- gainer feeder fetish i guess gotcha. but um so no they were able to Basically, say light, you have light coming in to the mirror. Mm-hmm. And say the light, you could tell the beginning of the pulse of light from the end of the pulse of light. It'd have a head and a tail, right? So when it hits mm-hmm. the mirror, 
you basically would come out head first still and tail behind it, right? Kind of like a snake. Imagine light as a snake. And the snake snake bounces off of a wall and it continues off in a new direction, but it's still going head first, right? Because Why would you throw a snake? I'm just a thought thought experiment, (laughs) goddammit. I know, I'm just fucking with you. Because a snake is made out of light and you're... And you're a, uh, I don't know. <laughs> and you're an asshole, so you threw a snake. Okay, fine. But so anyway, but they were able to re- to create a mirror that when the snake light hit the mirror, what came out first was the tail. Hmm. Get it? I so so the light kinda, was basically yeah. backwards when it came out. Okay, so the. The last part sent was the first part out. Correct. Which only works if you're an asshole on the bus. So it, it would be like if, say, the the light was, if you could think of the light as like a solid rod. You know, if, say you right. throw no, a thing it. at a wall, it will like bounce and like it won't necessarily like flip over. Yes. But light, because it has no interaction with itself. You know, the first part starts getting reflected while the rest of it's still incoming. So it, okay. it's kind of backwards in time. So it, yeah. So it's you're, you're you're basically having the tail end of it come out first. But in reading the article, like I said, the the headline's a little sensationalist because in reading mm-hmm. the article, basically what it seems like they're doing, able to do, is, like I said, the mirror is can be arbitrarily thickened. So it sounds like what they're doing is reflecting the whole pulse of light all at once. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like they're slowing the light down. There is some of that. It mentions Mm -hmm. that uh, that using the metamaterials, which we've done before, use metamaterials to slow the speed of light. Because the speed of light being the fastest thing there is, is only in a vacuum. Yeah, and we, we know it, that the speed of light through air is actually slightly slower than and, the speed of light yeah, in vacuum. And yeah. and the speed of light is not necessarily a constant in general. Yeah. It's just like well, it the, has a maximum speed. Yeah, and the maximum speed is the in vacuum. And in fact, speed of light in water is even slower. That's why you have, you know, that's the way why water looks the way it does because it has a different refractive index and all that shit. Right. Which I, is, I have gotcha. two observations so far. Okay. Sure. Go. Okay, first of all, Thick Mirror sounds like a synthwave band. Hey, yeah. Doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And then also, I like that we went from a story about a dude shitting in a tub to <laughs> talking about theoretical physics. Yes. <laughs> the sort of things you come to our podcast for. We contain multitudes. Yes. <laughs> and those multitudes are poop and light. <laughs> oh. oh, wow. So, it, it sounds... Less like, wow, we did something amazing with light and more of, wow, look at this meta material we got. Well, it is wow in that, wow, this is the first time we've been able to do this with light. And when I say light, it's kind of, it's it's microwave frequency light. Okay, so it's it's not even visible light. Correct. The shit I can use. What the fuck? Well, I mean, you can heat up your noodles. This does this does have you know implant ramifications. This is something that's been theorized. That's been possible for a while. 
mm-hmm. but it has uh, ramifications in, say, photonic computing. Ah. Uh, now, this is probably what like isolinear so, chips are made out of in Star okay, Trek. Data. Um, but drunk Shimoda over here. <laughs> but so I mean, it, it it will have uses, I'm sure, in some ways. Sure. Pissing off uh, podcasters, for instance. Yes, yeah, make making podcasters <laughs> go, you know, and and the article says that it's like you know if you looked in the mirror and saw the back of your head, which is kind of a little weird say a bit i don't think it's that it's like if you i don't know i can't think of a good there's no good real world analog because like the, it's the such way weird... that i the way i envision it is like yeah. the light is like okay i'm, I'm gonna use a, a internet meme reference here okay, okay. i was gonna so, say are you throwing snakes <laughs> okay no did you ever see that gif of the manatee that like bounces up against the <laughs> the wall of the aquarium like what? his little head oh yeah like, yes it smooshes and, he just, he and goes, goes backwards, backwards. Yeah. you're saying yeah, so light be is like, the manatee yeah so like the light so the light bouncing backwards like that like in the, the whole time travel thing you're talking about here that's just the manatee like hitting the thing and then bouncing back Normally, the manatee would probably like if it were swimming towards the thing and like tag the Boop. the screen and then like turn around and that's how the lights normally supposed to work. Okay, here here here's a, here's a good way. So okay, in a, in an Olympic swimmer, like mm-hmm. doesn't matter what style swimming they're doing, they're just doing some form. Could be could they, be the breaststroke. Could the be the, the uh, could mm-hmm. be, yeah. You're getting ahead of me there. Could be the uh, whatever the 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 overarm thing. I can't remember what the style. Dog was paddle. But yeah, so the Olympic swimmer, normally, yeah, when they hit, get the other end, they flip around and go back. Well, yeah. This is like the Olympic swimmer, when they hit the end of the pool, they just start swimming backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think Manate- we all Manatees are cuter. Yeah. Oh, manatees sure. are cuter. Well, well I, dep- I don't know. It depends on the swimmer, you doesn't it? you some of these swim- swimmers, well, right? Well, the swimmer, the swimmer turns into a manatee, and then there, our metaphors are now mixed. Okay. Now, now well, you're like... Talking about mermaids. Or now something. I'm, yeah, no, you're basically talking about mermen, and and I, I don't know, man. There's something about a swimmer's physique. Mm-hmm. Man or woman, they they they're built. It, it like would an be athlete. like the swimmer hitting the wall and just kind of like not, it, okay. like literally giving themselves a concussion, kind of drifting backwards. <laughs> uh, see, I'm thinking that it's like they hit it and they just accordion like a Looney Tunes backwards. <laughs> yeah, push themselves off and somehow they can like swim backwards. Yep. The end of the that, pool is one of those bumpers from super smash brothers. Oh yeah. Yes. There you go. <laughs> well, thank you for that, Mike. Now that we've been able to talk about poop and light and, uh, time travel. Manatees. Manatees. So mm-hmm. I got a fun one. That's not very deep. It kind of okay. is, but not really. Okay. This is from, uh, the hell is this site? <laughs> PA homepage. This is from uh, I, I Pennsylvania. I thought you were going to say phantoms and monsters. No, nope, like, no, nope, no. I actually don't have one of those this week. Okay, uh, thank God. Now I read the initial article, <laughs> but the initial article didn't have a lot of information on this. But now it does with the update. This hmm. is from Pennsylvania, uh, by Andy Mahalshik. Uh, reports of cryptic notes pouring in from around PA. Hmm. Eyewitness News. There are new developments Wednesday in an ongoing I-Team investigation into what some are calling mystery notes found inside sealed food packages. Hmm. The I-Team first reported the concerns Tuesday over a note found in a box of cereal in 
Luzerne County. Now, the box of cereal was Lucky Charms. So I don't know if that, you know, means anything to anybody. Uh, <laughs> since our first reports aired, the I-Team has received several emails and calls from viewers from across NEPA, all telling similar stories about finding cryptic notes inside various packaged foods. These concerns are growing exponentially. Uh, 28-22 News has been in contact with more than a dozen area residents, all of whom want answers, and two area congressmen promise to help get those answers. Quote, <laughs> It just bothers me. The note, really. It's the note that really bothers me. These notes are found inside food, like kids' food, says Joe Miller. Joe Miller from Sugarloaf Township showed the I-Team on Tuesday what he found inside a box of sealed Lucky Charm s'mores cereal that he bought from a grocery store in Luzerne County. Since her report, people from across the area have been reaching out to the Eyewitness News Facebook page. A person wrote, quote, So glad to see a report about uh, strange notes. I found one several months ago and just last month in Linked Dark cho- Lint Dark Chocolate. Sorry. They were purchased from different retailers. Tried to research, but came up with nothing. Another person posted, This ought to add a few more layers to all the security packaging. Chris from Montoursville reached out to the I-Team to tell us she found a cryptic note in a sealed box of chai tea. It's kind of disturbing that this could happen in sealed up bags. Things like this is a little unnerving to me, Chris explained. At this point, 2822 News is not identifying the stores where the products were purchased and not showing the contents of the notes as we continue our deep dive into what's going on. But we can tell you that these notes contain words like Terror Riot and JFK Warned of SS and Lord of Rings. (laughs) As well as words connected to conspiracy theories. Of course. Mm-hmm. So it goes on, but that gets the point. There's no been no indications of anyone getting sick from this. You know, there's no yeah. haha. We have the anthrax, Alu Akbar stuff. This but this sounds like Operation Mindfuck shit in sealed packages, though. So yeah, yeah. So you got a Discordian working at a uh, you got a couple of Discordians working at factories. No. no. Uh. So so I, my thing is someone got a shrink wrapper for Christmas. And they went crazy. Yeah, but the cereal boxes and shrink wrap, that's, I guess you could have like some glue, but. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's come on, it's, it's, it's lowest common denominator thing. It's what not, if it's in the bag of cereal? I didn't, I didn't, it didn't say one way or the still, other. There's still ways of like closing that. Though they, they Which, close yeah, it no, at, it's. They close it at the factory, so. It's still weird as hell. It's weird, but it's still. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying it's paranormal. I'm not saying ghosts did this. It's still just some person that's a weirdo and should be like caught for, you know, potentially. Yeah, this could com- easily. Bring, yeah. Be like the, the Tylenol thing. Yeah, mm. no, that's definitely someone that shouldn't be fucking with people's food but yeah it's you know that's the only thing that weirds me out is that it could be it's something that could easily and and not only not only for the fact that you know what could they do with it it's just you know they're not doing food safe you know right things what if they accidentally contaminate something right Mm -hmm. yeah not an on purpose like what if you accidentally put a booger in it 
Or not only that, just, you know, they, they, they didn't wash their hands after using the bathroom before they sure, you know, handled yeah. handled the tea packages. Yeah, now right, you, get you know, they, they go to celebrate a, a chess victory in their bathroom. <laughs> they shit in the tub and then they start then putting they put cryptic the notes. notes. Yeah, welcome to diphtheria. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, here's a question. Uh, in y'all's working experience, have you ever found a note like this? I have. Mm. When I was working at Roses, I opened a tote, a break tote, which is basically, you know how like you get a box of, uh, you know, a, a case of shampoo or something in. Yeah. Well, at Roses, we would go around and do the outs and scan, update our stuff. And if you only needed like two or three of something, they would like open a case, spread it out to all the different Roses and just send those a collection of those things in a tote. So like you'd have one of those plastic tote bins, open it up and there's like a bunch of shampoo, like four or five shampoo, some hair dye, you know, just whatever you miscellaneous stuff you need. So you don't have to worry about a full case. It's actually a huge pain in the ass, but I'm getting sidetracked here. I open one at the bottom was a note from somebody working at the warehouse detailing all the horrible things that were happening to them and their co-workers at the warehouse. Hmm. And I gave it to Mr. Leggett, and he, I'm guessing he just buried it or threw it away. Oh, yeah. Thinking it was a prank, but, like, it's it's still kind of creepy to find a note begging for help. So it does kind of remind me of something when I was, so when I was a kid, uh-huh. um, before I moved here when I was in Louisiana, um, one of the things I did in elementary school is I, I you know, I did some band, not like band band. It was music class more than band. Sure. Yeah. We but, all had that. But, uh, I, we rented in my family rented an instrument for me. It was a saxophone. And so I don't remember exactly was, was it my idea to stop? I think what it was is we're kind of having money trouble and I volunteered. was like, you know, I, I was kind of bored of it. And so I was like, Oh, well I'll just let the saxophone go. You don't have to keep renting that for me. But I was a little sad about it. So I, I wrote a note and stuck it in the bell of the saxophone. I don't remember what it said, but it said something, you know, about, you know, I like this saxophone, take care of it or something like that. Oh, but yeah, I, you never told me that. That's, that's oh, like I said, heartbreaking. It, was, it was one of those things I want to buy you a saxophone. I, I didn't remember it until just now. Wow. Come on, David, let's chip in and get this man a sax. <laughs> I think those things are kind of expensive. Yeah. Okay, but I'm okay. saving up for an air conditioner. Oh, well, yeah, okay. That, that's, that's fair. <laughs> Yeah, the, I guess the air conditioner is a bit more important. Mike, I'm going to buy you a toy saxophone. The electronic Saxophone. I'll, I'll buy you a signed picture from Sax Squatch. <laughs> we'll buy you all the ponies you can eat. There, that's our Futurama <laughs> reference. All right, well, that's, uh, that's our first half. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back after this. Hi everyone, this is Kevin from Supernatural Selection. 
Are you an independent creator? Do you have a webcomic or an Etsy store? Do you 3D print things? Or are you just looking to get some word out for your Discordian cabal with uh, social terrorism? Well, we'd love to help. And David, I believe you've got some details about how we can help. Why, certainly, if you go to supernaturalselectionpod.com slash contact, that is supernaturalselectionpod.com slash contact, you can learn how to advertise with us. That's right. I believe the rate is $2 per episode. You can't beat that with a stick. I mean, trust me, we've tried. Yeah, that's cheap. That's literally cheaper than dirt. Mm-hmm. And best of all, if you're not sure how to write an ad, we'll do it for you. We'll even record it. Absolutely. Just let us know what you need in the ad, and we'll be happy to do that for you. And again, that URL is supernaturalselectionpod.com slash contact. And now, back to the show. And we're back. And uh, before we move on, if you're out there and you bought a saxophone sometime in the 80s or were given a saxophone sometime in the 80s and a note blew out of the bell that said that uh, the previous owner loved this sax and to take care of it, please contact us at team at supernaturalselectionpod.com. We want to hear about it. Mm. We want to make that connection for Mike. Sad news. Not to be a Debbie Downer here, but uh, I'm pretty sure the music store that took it in probably did a once-over on it and found the note and threw it away. Oh, man. Well, if you found that note, contact us. <laughs> Again, team at SupernaturalSelectionPod.com. Probably even crumple it up and laughed at the nerd who wrote it. Maybe you wiped your butt with it. I don't know. That Maybe you used to, ch- to cheat at chess. Uh, <laughs> see, that would have been in like 87. It was had to have been fifth grade. Uh, so. 87 or 88? Something like that, yeah. Okay. I was well, born in 87. Wow, <laughs> you baby. <laughs> well, you know, I, was, I wasn't that old in 87. You were so. 10, I was 11. Yeah. Anyway, so, David, what have you got for our next story? Well, okay. Um, we've talked about the species barrier before. Um, That's the uh, uh, diseases jumping species, right? Yeah, yeah. And we talked about in the context of, you know, cosmic death fungus and that sort of thing. Yeah, the Um, the serious stuff, yeah. Yeah. So this is another one from The Garden, written by Todd Wilkinson. And the headline is, Zombie deer disease epidemic spreads in Yellowstone as scientists raise fears it may jump to humans. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Is this the thing so, where like a deer will have like a giant chunk of flesh missing and still walking around? Well, it's it's not so much that. Um, let me let me go ahead and yeah yeah read the article. So, for years, chronic wasting disease caused by prions, abnormal transmissible pathogenic agents, has been spreading stealthily across North America, with concerns voiced primarily by hunters after spotting deer behaving strangely. The prions cause changes in the host's brain and nervous system, leaving animals drooling, lethargic, emaciated, stumbling, and with a telltale blank stare that led some to call it zombie deer disease. It spreads through the cervid family, uh, deer, elk, moose, caribou, and reindeer. It is fatal with no known treatments or vaccines. So it's not like chunks of missing missing flesh or whatever. Okay, okay, because there was a thing I found where a deer just had like 
a chunk of itself missing and was still walking around. Oh, yeah, like, nature's brutal like that sometimes. Yep. Um, <clears throat> now, this thing has been spreading for a while, but uh, its discovery in Yellowstone, whose ecosystem supports the greatest and most array, uh, excuse me, diverse array of large wild, anim- uh, wild mammals in the continental U.S., represents an important public wake-up call, says Dr. Thomas Roth, a vet and former chief of animal health for Fish and Wildlife Service, a U.S. federal agency. This case puts CWD on the radar of widespread attention in ways it wasn't before, and that's ironically a good thing. It is a disease that has huge ecological implications. So they've been predicting that Mm. uh, chronic wasting disease would hit Yellowstone for decades. So Um, is this like, it's prions, kind of like mad cow disease. Yes, yes. It's very much like in that sphere of uh, mad cow disease. Um, Those warnings went largely unheeded, and now the consequences will play out before the millions of people who visit the park each year. Um, So as far as they describe it as a slow-moving disaster, Um, it's very much like mad cow disease. Now, once an environment is infected, the pathogen is extremely hard to eradicate. It can persist for years in dirt or on uh, surfaces, and scientists report it is resistant to disinfectants, formaldehyde, radiation, and incineration at 600 degrees or 1,100 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. Jesus, fuck. Yeah. Now, um, the big concern right now is uh, it jumping the species barrier. Yeah, I can imagine. So, deer, elk, and moose could infect livestock, other mammals, birds, or even humans. Epidemiologists say that the absence of a spillover case yet does not mean it will not happen. CWD is one of a cluster of fatal neurological disorders that includes uh, BSE, which was mad cow. Um, So, we're talking about the... uh, Anderson says, we're talking about the potential of something similar occurring. No one is saying it's definitely going to happen, but it's important for people to be prepared. Um especially because we have, like, hunting season going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the Alliance for Public Wildlife estimated in 2017 that 7,000 to 15,000 CWD-infected animals a year were unwittingly being eaten by humans, and that number was expected to increase 20% annually. Fuck. In Wisconsin, where the testing of game meat is voluntary, Anderson and Ulsterholm say many thousands of people have probably eaten meat from infected deer. Um, so Shit. yeah, it's, it's pretty, ugh. um, of course so the right, end of the world would start with Wisconsin. <laughs> right. Um, so Roth says CWD virulence is density dependent, meaning infection rates are higher where large numbers of animals congregate, especially problematic. He notes is that the controversial artificial feeding of wildlife by humans, uh, in Wyoming, the state and federal government operate nearly two dozen feed grounds for elk where more than 20,000 animals are given alfalfa to help them survive the winter. The practice is condemned by leading wildlife management organizations. Um, Jesus. This, yeah. You know, and, and here I was thinking we weren't going to have something that involves animal death. Right. Well, I mean, at least no one actively, like, murdered the animal. This yeah, okay. nature being cruel. Nature being nature. Yep. God, that... Fuck. Yeah, so there might be a uh, mad venison disease going around pretty mm-hmm. soon. Oh, great. Well, so. I'm not eating deer sausage for a while. I don't think I've ever had venison. 
Uh, we live in we live in the south, so you know we we've had access to it before. I've had deer chili, which it's not that great. I mean, deer deer is a very lean animal, so yeah. Like I had deer sausage just uh, the last time I went league bowling. They someone had deer sausage there, um, and it's so it doesn't the taste is fine. Like I don't have a problem. It's just so kind of gritty and mm-hmm. dry unless you cut See? it with some other animal's fat. Like a yeah. lot of people use pork fat. Like, you know, if you get meat for, oh, hello. Yep, sorry. Yeah. But if you get a uh, meat for, like, say, deer burgers or something like that, it's usually ground up with pork fat or beef fat. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. unf- and that, of course, is going to bring a little more porky or beefy taste with it. So you well, it's got to taste like something, damn it. Well, I mean, deer, deer tastes fine. I, mean, I always tastes... feel like if you eat deer sausage, most of the flavor is coming from the spice. So, Well, yeah. Mm. I mean, that's kind of sausage in general. Well, yeah. What's the weirdest animal you've ever eaten? Uh, I've had alligator. I've had yeah, gator I, I've as had well. Alligator. It was um, at, yeah, but did you have it at a Bass tr- Pro Shop? No, I had it out of a food truck. Mm-hmm. Which oh, wow. sounds a lot more dangerous. Um, I'm trying to think other than that. Picture you're eating stuff from that guy from uh, Swamp People. Shoot him! Like, I- I've had gator, I've had frog, I've had snail. I've had frog. I've had frog. I think I've had snail, but I've definitely had frog at a casino. I've had mealworms. I've not done that. I, got, I can't, I don't know that I can do that. Oh, not, no. not grasshopper. Uh, it's either grasshopper or cricket. They were cricket. barbecue flavored. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't not try them, but like yeah. it's, I'm definitely not eating live ones. Oh no, I'm not gonna pull some of that Klingon shit, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, like I like the the mealworms I had, they weren't like live or anything. They were literally just kind of prepared, like I don't know, like corn nuts. Cooked. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay, that's fine. I could probably do that. Yeah, I mean, they were good. I mean, they they were mostly just crunch and like barbecue seasoning. Yeah, I mean. As usual, if I'm eating something, I want it to be dead and possibly processed so I don't know it was alive. Mm. But, yeah, I've also never eaten anything with fucking prion diseases. <laughs> right. so we wouldn't um, be having this conversation if I had. Yeah, and, like, the idea, like, the, the nightmare scenarios that spreads to livestock somehow. Like, if, mm-hmm. like, a deer starts grazing yeah. on some grass over near a ranch and, you know gets the shit all over there and then like there's a cow that comes up starts eating it and all of a sudden all that beef oh yeah yeah all that beef all, all that, that beef. beef beefiest of beef never want to see a steak ruined yep hey if if you did have a steak with prion disease in it what if you put ketchup on it would that help i mean i help <laughs> the flavor but it would like... piss off the chef the yes. the only time you ever do uh burnt steak yeah and burnt steak is anything above rare hey now <laughs> you're an all-star i like, a, I like a game good on go play shut up fucker <laughs> I, like, I like a good medium steak but yeah, medium well, rare is tolerable yeah well I, done no yeah no um yeah if, if as far as we i'm ask, concerned no I'm, I'm not gonna go there it's like hank hill said we ask them politely but firmly to leave <laughs> yeah um, Bobby, you gotta grill all the prion out of the venison. <laughs> Damn it, Bobby! <laughs> you gave your mother mad deer disease. <laughs> so that'll be in the re- in the reboot. So mm-hmm. anyway, uh, 
Thank you for that, David. I'm glad we got to animal cruelty in some form, even though it wasn't us this time. It was just nature being nature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Mike, what's your next one? Oh, Lordy. Uh, I was... Um, <laughs> I was supposed to have a next one? Yeah. No, Do you uh, want me to go next, then? While you I look was, for it? No, I have it right here. I was just... Brain was off in another tangent. Okay. Was oh, it... Was it ca- were your thoughts going backwards through a uh, meta material? I think they were. Yes, in fact. I, I hope it's not prions. So, right. uh, second one, second story from me is as I briefly skim it because I forgot what it was. <laughs> this is this is this is some phantoms and monster shit. Now. This is how the prions are made. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Supernatural selection. Sorry. <laughs> Scientists have reported a breakthrough in understanding whale language. Wait, what? This comes from December 8th via, uh, from motherboard via slash dot. It's not harddrive.net, is it? No, it's not. Okay. It's motherboard, which is, you know, which makes hard drive is trying to make you think they are. Hard drive is plugged into motherboard because that's how it works. Researchers have identified previously unknown elements of whale vocalization that may be analogs to human speech, a new study reports. Huh. Sperm whales are giants of the deep, with healthy adults having no known predators. Scientists studying the vocalizations have already picked out key elements of their communication, namely clicks, sequences of which are called codas. Mm. Now researchers led by Gaspar Bayus of the University of California, Berkeley, report the discovery that the acoustic properties of these clicks, for example, pitch, are, quote, on many levels analogous to human vowel and diphthongs, Mm. which then, which when one vowel sound morphs into another, such as the word coin. The researchers even identify two unique coda vowels that are actively exchanged in conversations between whales, which they term a vowel and I vowel, a vowel and I vowel. Hmm. That's fucking amazing. The research explained in their papers published as a preprint and online this week that the first clue that so-called special properties, spectral, I'm sorry, that so-called spectral properties could be meaningful for whale speech was provided by AI. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. Bayus previously developed a deep deep learning model for human language called Fugan, which was, quote, trained to imitate sperm whale codas and embed information into these vocalizations. Not only did the AI predict elements of whale vocalizations already thought to be meaningful, such as clicks, but it also singled out acoustic properties. To follow up on the AI's tip, the researchers analyzed a data set of 3,948 sperm whale codas recorded with hydrophones placed directly on whales between 2014 and 2018. They only analyzed one channel from the hydrophones to control for underwater effects and whale movement and remove click timing from their visualization to better isolate patterns at the acoustic properties themselves in the acoustic properties themselves. Hmm. These visualizations vindicated the AI predictions. The whales reliably exchange codas with one or two formats, frequency peaks and sound waves below the 10 kilohertz range. 
The researchers term these code as vowels with single format formant single formant codas being a vowel and two formant codas being I vowel. Quote, this by analogy to human vowels, which differ in their format frequencies. Formant, I'm sorry, I'm saying that weird, but I'm reading. Well, the whales understand yeah. it. That's yeah, the whales understand it. Captain, there be whales here. You know, I, I just want to hear what the uh, the orcas who are attacking boats, what they were saying. They're saying, like, eat I, the rich. Like, yeah. I, I feel like they sound like they're out of Boston or something. Like, hey, this fucking guy in this fucking boat. Hey, you, you, you're driving a Boston whale, are you? Wait, wait, that, got, that accent got weird and out of hand. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but just, let's I, just I imagine that every single one of those orcas sounded like Bill Burr during a rant. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. You got a Boston <laughs> whaler, do you? Well, I'm going to shove that whaler up your whaling ass. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, my accents are terrible. You're, mm-hmm. They're not great, but there's, there's only not one, the worst I've heard. There, there's only one accent I can do reliably, and no, that's the, the German's. The, well, the, yes, the worst accent we... you heard was the one that I just did. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. So, Kevin, can you can you do a uh, orcas in a Boston accent threatening to shove a Boston whaler up a boater's ass? I still have not mastered the Boston accent. I, the only thing I can say is park <laughs> the car in the car park. Kevin, Bostonians have not mastered the Boston accent. <laughs> Sorry to all your all our zero Boston. All our zeros of Boston. No, we got listeners, listeners. in Boston, so hey, you I got do your apologize. Duncan, you got your. <laughs> Look, I haven't been to Boston except in Half Life. Did they say Yin Fallout? No, that's uh, that's the Pittsburghers. Pit- right, right. My bad. And yeah, the the uh, middle Philadelphianians. I don't know what's wrong with y'all. Y'all got weird accents. You don't, y'all don't talk normal. <clears throat> Anyway, uh, this is this is amazing. I I can't wait until we can actually communicate with whales and we can just tell them to go suck it. So so what this is saying is that by the time Star Trek comes around, we already understand whales. So we could have just told them, "Hey man, just so, come back in time with us." Yeah, just tell the probe to fuck off. I, I, <laughs> We're I, looking just, for. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just imagining the moment where like like a Professor Farnsworth, like we finally created the whale translator. Let's turn it on. And all you hear is just screaming from the boiling ocean. (laughs) (laughs) That or just one whale keeps going. Ligma. Yeah, no, it's going to be like, uh, I've, I've seen videos of like, like TikTok people talking and like, it, it, it's the worst thing I've ever heard. And that's just, what I imagine like a whale sounds like. I imagine the whales sound like that computer voice from TikTok. <laughs> when you do a certain thing and he comes up from behind with a boner, you know, that voice. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, that, that sounds like something a dolphin would say. Yeah, okay, that's true. No, no, the, the dolphin's <laughs> just, you know, talking about sexual predation the whole time. Nothing, nothing but that. Yeah, all you ever hear from dolphins is, what's consent? Oh, Jesus. Oh, that's bad. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not that sorry, but I'm kind of sorry. You know, Hank Hill was raised by a dolphin. That's our second King of the Hill connection. Wait, was he? Yeah, there was an episode where he was humped by a dolphin. Oh, oh, yeah. I thought she said raised. I was like... No, no. I I said raised. God won a dolphin. (laughs) Non-consensually assaulted. Yeah. 
Oh, anyway, so I that do, was a very I, weird episode of the show, I, wasn't it? It was. I, I do not consent. <laughs> Bobby runs up. That's not, that's my purse. I don't know you. That's and my dad. I don't know you. And just beats the dolphin. <clears throat> Bobby, well, we're having dolphin steaks. Make sure for once it is well done. Feel my vengeance, you horrible porpoise. So, so uh, my last one here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from the Daily Star in the UK. Uh, article by Charles Wade Palmer, senior news reporter, and Leah McManus. It's from December 16th. Living Nostradamus claims AI will contact the dead next year in chilling prediction. Uh, Exclusive. Living Nostradamus Athos Salome says the very near future holds the key for humans to gain the ability to be able to communicate with those who are no longer with us. Now, this guy looks like um, that, quote, super beautiful dude that's like nothing but like plastic surgery. Yeah. Like he's got Botox lips and like a constructed chin as cheeks are obviously constructed. Like stribbling realty worked on this dude's face. Mm-hmm. But I love how the article starts a bloke who claims to be able to see into the future, which I'm like, yeah, that's a good way to start this. Yeah, one, It's guys. a British newspaper for you. Yeah. A bloke claims to be able to see into the future has warned of artificial intelligence soon being able to contact the dead. Chat GPT, now with necromancy. Yes. Crossing (laughs) over with chat GPT. I'm getting a B. B. Bobby. Bill. Bill. Betty. Bilbo. Bilbo. You just start mashing the keyboard and all of a sudden, like, your grandma comes back to life. Did you eat them cookies? Fuck. So. Athos Salome, who claims to have foreseen coronavirus. I'm sorry, can you he, repeat that name? Athos Salome. <laughs> okay, that's a name. Yeah. Who claims to have foreseen coronavirus, virus, <laughs> Elon Musk buying Twitter, and even the Queen's death. Which I predict the Queen will die at some yeah, point. Yeah, that was not a difficult one to nail. Uh, thinks that the technology now enables conversations with those who have passed away. He argues that AI offers a gateway to, quote, unraveling humanity's journey through time like never before. Now, now when humanity travels and hits a mirror, does it bounce off of it? Like, and does it, like, go backwards? <laughs> no, no, no. It does, it does like the swimmer. It, oh, okay, not the okay. manatee, but the swimmer. Okay, it pulls a, yeah. it pulls a Michael Phelps, not a manatee. Yes. Okay, got it. The Brazilian seer, Brazilian, told the Daily Star, (laughs) what may have seemed like science fiction years ago is on the brink of becoming a part of everyday life, normalizing what was once deemed supernatural. And then there's an ad for triple-breasted whores. Like, right under that paragraph. Excuse me? There is an ad for triple-breasted whores, like it has the one from Total Recall. Excuse uh, me? I don't know. It's a fucked up article, y'all. The <laughs> ads in the UK are not to be believed. Anyway, 
quote, through this groundbreaking technology, people can not only overcome traumas and challenges, but also gain insights into their life purposes and spiritual paths. Athos does, however, question whether whether we are adequately prepared to handle the responses we may receive from a mediated realm beyond our understanding. Leave me alone. What? What's that? Leave me alone. <laughs> That's all the dead say. Shut up, I left. Kevin, Kevin, I'm going to train an AI so when I die, it can, like, haunt you. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. That sounds like when Shake killed himself to be in the uh, digital Ouija board on the Atari. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. But he says we can discover solace, comprehension, and deep connection with the universe. Athos says we stand on the brink of, quote, spiritual revolution ahead of the 2024 launch of the technology. He added that, according to sources, there are secret experiments involving small groups of individuals worldwide. Quote, these groups include individuals with abilities and giftedness in the realm. The purpose of these tests is to investigate the idea that our existence is not solely based on events, but rather a form of energy that continues beyond death. In this perspective, uh, perspective, artificial intelligence serves as more than a tool. It acts as a gateway connecting us to the essence of the universe and potentially providing answers about all our cosmic origins, he says. Participants report having communicated with loved ones while, quote, transcending the constraints of time and space, he added. Uh During, During an interview with The Sun... He admitted to harboring skepticism toward this technology as it poses challenges to his knowledge and beliefs. That's pretty much as far as we need to go. He mentions like some fucking German sorcerers and shit. <laughs> and uh, so that's that's you know that's fun. And then there's Hibbity like bobbity schnitzelgruben. <laughs> and then there's like three pages worth of blank space followed by we're on the verge of opening a Pandora's box that will challenge our core beliefs. <sighs> so. Should have stuck with fandoms and monsters. You know, I'm kind of feeling that right now. I could I could <laughs> buy a stalking Bigfoot before I could buy this. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, it's easy to claim you predicted something after it happened. Just saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God, it's just, AI just has everybody like, you know, Thinking it can do everything. Yeah, AI is really just like, I don't know, I I can't think of anything non-offensive to call it. And it's not even AI. It's not, it's not. I will say. it's not, I mean, I'm using AI as the. Yeah, I I know, I know, I know. It's just, we we call it AI, but it's not fucking AI. It's it's a word calculator. Yep, yep. It's, it's not that great. I mean, it's, I mean, it's great. It has real uses. Mm-hmm. It's a very transformative technology. It's just not the be all end all of everything. Right. Yeah. I mean, cause, cause I've been using, uh, Bing's, uh, AI image generator oh. or whatever, just for like, just coming up with like concepts. And then I go and I like draw Redraw stuff myself. It, yeah. yeah. Let me, let me tell you something, man. We did an experiment. I put a prompt into that when mm-hmm. you introduced me to it. And I just put in a Bigfoot, a Sasquatch being abducted by a UFO in the forest under a full moon. And what came out was a fantastic looking painting of Bigfoot being abducted while fighting a gray in the beam. <laughs> I was like, this is fucking amazing. And I went over to 
uh, Dolly 2 from ChatGPT and put the same prompt in, and what came out looked like uh, finger painting for dummies. Well, yeah, well no. Dolly, and you lost uh, Dolly your fingers. 3. Dolly 3 is what the uh, Bing generator is based off of. Well, let me tell you, it is y- yards better. Yeah. I was, like, I, I was stunned. Like, I'm just using it to rattle off, like, weird concept mashups of environments or, like... I want to see what this sort of D and D character might look like, and then yeah, like, no, just taking bits and, you've been and pieces and drawing my own. They yeah. look great. Yeah, no, they look pretty good. Like, there's obvious like errors and stuff, and like they can't quite get things. Like every time I tell the thing to like have them throw the thing, it just kind of like floats there. <laughs> or it's like dynamic. yeah, like they're tossing it up in the air. Yeah, or not even like tossing. It's just literally just kind of floating there. There's no trajectory or motion implied yep. in the image. Yeah, you know, so. It's still impressive, but yeah, 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 I get it. Yeah. Um, so I think that's our last story, isn't it? Mike, you went. Yeah, did you, you did your second. David, you yeah. did your, your second. I did mine. Yeah, I think um, we got like questions, maybe. Or we do have some questions, and uh, let me see. Um, this is a simple one from Christmas from uh, Ghost Forge. Assuming Santa Claus is real, what do you think he would what do you think he would evolve his operations into in a hyper capitalistic dystopian space future? And I'm like, he already has. We're living in it. This is it. I was gonna say he'd use AI to design the toys. Santa steals everything. I I don't know. I so so Santa is like the opposite of capitalism. If if you know, going by the the lore. Hmm. So, I think yeah, that's he would, true. I think he would, in in hyper capitalism, which we already kind of are in, I, he would probably like ratchet it up, and I don't know, maybe start doing toy deliveries a couple times a year. He, maybe. He'd start bombing Sony and Microsoft and Nintendo. Ooh, I'm down with that. Yeah, I think Santa would be a terrorist. Yeah, I like he, that. He, he he starts like you know. I just see him. Throwing Molotov cocktails at businesses, yelling, "You like fucking eggnog. ruined it!" Eggnog Molotov cocktails. Yep, yep. You fucking ruined it. <laughs> Nog Tov cocktails. Yeah. Santa like, says, "Get bent." Flaming bags of reindeer shit. <laughs> oh God, I I want this. I want a movie of Santa going nuts over capitalism and just. Taking out corporations. Oh, I just thought of the saddest thing. Oh, what's that? Rudolph gets prions. Oh, fuck oh. you! <laughs> no, no, they're 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 sequestered. They they're in a very clean environment they're down also, there. Also, the, they're up magical. Up there in the North Pole, they're magical. <laughs> they can probably okay. talk. So, I feel I feel like uh, I feel like Joel reassuring Tom Servo about Santa and the reindeer not blowing up in this vacuum of space. <laughs> It's like he's gonna, he's okay. he's gonna be okay, buddy. You sure? Yeah, he's good. So, uh, next questions. Let's see. Uh, Soup Gox, one of our more recent people. I think he's a friend of Ghost Forge. Uh, asked about Enoch in the Book of Enoch. What did he see when he wrote his book Among the Star Gods? I. And don't remember the book of Enoch. I it's Second Enoch. This is the one that like Enochian magic is based on. 
Like my skin starts to itch and burn when I go near a Bible, so I haven't. No, read I, it I recently. understand. I understand. But I did some reading today to refamiliarize myself with it, and I came up with a conclusion about Second Enoch and his visions of the ten heavens. Um, if you gave a bureaucrat LSD and a Bible, this is what would happen. <laughs> he took something beautiful like God and the heavens and just tiered it and gave every angel a responsibility. Mm. And then it gets up to like the higher levels, like the Metatron is actually Enoch. Oh, he's the one who comes up with that hierarchy bullshit. Yes, the the unknowable hierarchy of angels that Welcome to Night Vale goes on about. The, That's the from only, Second Enoch. The only good usage of hierarchy in anything related to heaven and hell was Dante Alighieri's... Um, the Inferno. The Inferno, yeah. Yeah. Like the, hell, the, hell having levels. Like, that's cool. Yeah, the nine it, rings of hell. Uh, angels having a bureaucracy. Fucking stupid. Yeah, no. And that's that's what it is, basically. If you took a bureaucrat, gave him LSD, a copy of the Bible, and just locked him in a room for like 12 hours, this is what would come out. Is Be the, not the afraid. Second... This is the wrong department. <laughs> and, like, the idea that there's another one like Metatron that is Elijah who was, you know, Enoch's apprentice, and he also was taken up, and Elijah... No, Elijah was the one taken up. Uh, see, you said another one like Metatron, that's Starscream, right? Yeah, no. Oh, God, no. That's Galvatron, <laughs> you dingus. No, uh, the other one... It, and this is how fucking insular all this gets. Uh, the other one that's like Metatron, name I cannot remember. Hang on. I'm gonna look it up. But, uh... His job, which they have dro- jobs, of course, mm-hmm. is Fucking to capitalism. collect the prayers and then give them to God. Uh, that sounds like such like a grandparent thing. Like, Sandalfon. Oh, every angel has their job that they do. Uh huh. His name the is Sandalfon. Grab the, the cherubs, grab the prayers, and take them to Metatron. You know what else this is? This is a excuse to make a monotheistic religion polytheistic. Mm. Because, you know, and that's always been a fear of the established religions when uh, angel belief gets out of hand and Mm -hmm. starts drawing uh, worship and belief away from God. Well, yeah, because like the biggest angel of all became Satan in there. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's it's interesting to me from that perspective. Yeah. Well, plus it gave us Alan Rickman and dogma. So. Yeah, oh god, that is the best version of Metatron. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, another question from Ghostforge. If you three were isekai'd into a superhero's life with their skills, I'm presuming powers, which superhero would it be, and would you screw everything up, and why? This sounds like something for Distraction Hole. I know, but I figured, let's just go ahead and answer it real quick. Yeah, yeah, why the fuck not? Um... Number one, being a superhero sounds like way too much fucking obligation. Yep. I mean, yeah. I mean, so unless your Superman can, like, move everywhere super fast, you're like, you know, say you're fucking scooping the cat box out or, you know, cranking one out. Oh, and God. you And you hear something, you know, is... You're, you're constantly interrupted in your life, like just doing your normal shit. Oh, yeah, Superman would shit. suck because all he does is oh, hear not even, everything going around. I don't mean Superman, just any superhero. 
Well, you know, no, okay. Say you're I, Batman I, and you're washing your tights. Oh, and, and then, he's psychologically predisposed to drop everything and go do it. Yeah. No, I, I say, like, if you're going to be anything, it'd be like a C-tier member of the X-Men. Hmm. Like, like with a power that's so obvious, uh, like, uh, like oddly specific that it only has yeah. like one usage. You're never yeah. like on the team. Yeah, like you're just Gold you're Ball, just you're Gold activated just like once Gold or twice Balls. a year. Well, Gold Ball ended up becoming like important, but yeah, he just yeah. spits out eggs. Yeah, yeah, no, literally, like uh, the ideal I think would be to be a C tier X Man. Yeah, but you'd die in a panel. Well, I mean, you, you would die when, like, the U.S. government sends the Sentinels or whatever, but you also get sure. to take classes and look at Storm, so. Ooh, fair. Mike? Um, I don't know. Yeah, another one would be My Hero Academia, to not be one of, like, the main classroom kids. Okay. Because they, they get some really weird fucking powers in My Hero Academia. Sure. Like the yeah. frog girl. Oh, she's cool. Like that—that's oh. legitimately like a fun power. Oh, okay. Um, Ty, I'm all, talking the guy that he, like dispenses tape from his elbows. But he uses <laughs> it in kind of a cool way. It's well, yeah, cool. but it's still a weird thing. Yeah, yeah. You know who I'd end up being? I've hmm. got two choices here. Number one, the first thing I thought was a One Punch Man because doesn't matter. His life still fucking sucks. <laughs> Just completely sucks. Uh, and he's he's just like unfulfilled because everything's so easy. The other one is I'd end up being something stupid like dog welder. <laughs> you know, <laughs> With the, the power to just, weld dogs. Yeah, I mean you've seen that, right? That's an actual character in a comic. All he does is walk around with a welding kit and dogs and just welds dogs to criminals. <laughs> well, okay, wait. So like, does wait, wait. So <laughs> like. Like, actually, like, welding them? Does it hurt the dog? Yeah, I don't know. I've never actually read the comic. Hang on. Dog welder. I mean, I'm assuming it's detrimental for both the criminal and the uh, dog. Oh, God. He's a DC character. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like a DC character. They're dead dogs. Okay, they're They're already dead. And and I don't think... Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Dog welder spent his time trapping and killing dogs in alleyways, and then he would weld them... To people, but he was eventually vaporized. But wouldn't so. the dog just fucking the dog corpse just burn from the? Heat yeah, that's what you're saying. Welding doesn't work that I'm way. I'm guessing it's magic or something. Maybe yeah, he got like a magic welding torch that could weld anything to anything else, and he decided I'm gonna just do do- dead dogs. I just love this one panel like, they use as a, as an example of him leaping at a dude with a dead dog and a blow and a. Uh, welder's torch and the guy going dog welder. Ah! Yeah, yeah, I just want to hang out some, with Doom Patrol. Just, wow, that get depressing. Serial killer vibes though. He's like oddly specific and it's, fetishistic almost. It's it's like a worse version of Rorschach. Oh God! <laughs> Which every, I, that's I have pretty to, bad already. Yeah, Jesus. I have to check my brain every time I say Rorschach so I don't say Horshack. Rorschach. Right. <laughs> You're trapped in here with me, Mr. Carter. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Rorschach, can't do Rorschach. that again. Yeah. Um, I I still don't have an answer. Like, um, I don't know. Uh, maybe uh, maybe one of the rich ones that aren't as fucked up as Bruce Wayne. Like, you know, uh, was it Danny? 
Uh, oh, Iron Fist? Yeah, Iron Fist or uh, the Arrow guy. Queen? Green Arrow? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Iron Fist, Green Arrow. Um, well, uh, okay, just... let, let's... If you had to get... if you Let's take this another direction. If you had to get mm-hmm. stranded in either the Marvel or DC Universe, which universe would you go with? Oh, fuck. Probably Marvel, because yeah. uh, I don't want to be in a universe where it gets rebooted every couple of years, I, and I, I don't... don't remember my history. I, yeah, I don't want to be in a universe where I have to learn new cities. <laughs> <laughs> like you have like five versions of New York. Uh, there's Metropolis, different Gotham, uh, New York, Central itself. City, Hub City, Keystone City. Yeah, yeah, in Marvel, it's just everybody's in New York, and you come yeah. to Mississippi, and maybe you have like the Redneck Avenger, but it's pretty <laughs> quiet. Well, the Great Lake, uh, Great Lakes Avengers are great. Hey, they're badass, them. man. Yeah, Big Bertha, yeah. Um, yeah, Squirrel Girl. God, what's I don't, that know, the I don't know, guys. Let's, 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 let's go with C-tier X-Men. What would be your mutant power? Oh. Mm. Dog I'm welding, kinda, but non-killing uh, no, dog. No. <laughs> I kind of like Mike's thing about dispensing tape from my elbow. Oh, that, that was My Hero Academia. But yeah. I am oh, that's to, a real character? Yeah, yeah that's a character, yeah. My Hero yeah, Academia. Shit. Why no, it's cool. watching this? It's cool, man. It, it's fun. No, I, I, you know, my power would be to fold perfect paper airplanes my my tongue would turn blue every once in a while <laughs> that's my mutant power use turn- that professor x fuck you tongue would yeah. turn blue whenever someone was lying yeah what you gotta do with that asshole <laughs> grow some hair you shit i would have absolute uh absolute time awareness like i always tell what time it was but not time but just the day of the week like, I always know what day of the week it was. <laughs> oh, here's, here's a good one. I got this from a thing. I could only, I could see inside empty containers. There you go. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's we're getting, it. We're getting on the, uh, the the guy's invisible only when his eyes are closed levels here. Oh, yeah. Mystery, mystery, mystery men. men. Yeah. There that's you where go. I want to be. I want to be in the mystery men. The flaming carrot. Oh, God. But. Uh, you know, I I could have met that guy at Dragon Con last year, oh. but I just did not stop. Oh. He was there, and so was the effing birds guy. Hmm. So that made me think of something. You ever wake up in the middle of the night and think about what time it probably is and then look at the clock and, know, and you're like only a few minutes off and you think, hell yeah, I typically, got that right. Typically, All I the am, time. Typically, I am multiple hours off. I, I mean, I can sometimes I've been within like five minutes of the correct time. It always feels good. It's like, hell yeah. And then you fall back asleep. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you there. I'm, I'm waiting for my invitation to Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters you or, yep. or Gifted Middle Aged Men. He needs to set up a college for oldsters. <laughs> Xavier's Extension School. Yeah. <laughs> 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 wait, wait. Yeah, it's Xavier's Community College. If you can mentally project this image of this turtle or bear. <laughs> what's, what's, if you can mentally project this pirate. What do, what do the <laughs> colleges call it for, like, you know, old-ass students? Uh, Night school? Something. No, there's, there's like, something learning or something. Adult or, learning? Yeah. Uh, yeah, adult yeah, learning. Xavier's Adult Learning. Hey, Xavier's Paint and Sip Academy. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a Xavier's GED program I could get involved with? Xavier's Masterclass. <laughs> Xavier's Skillshare. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, the Fantastic Four have opened a WeWork. 
<laughs> you take oh. uh, you take Wolverine's uh, beer class. Oh yeah, no, micro brewing with Logan. <laughs> oh, what's that thing where you brew it in your own stomach? Oh, auto auto fermentation. Yeah, except it's run by the blob. Uh, oh God. So so the other other side of the coin, like you. You like think you know what time it is, and you look at the clock, and you're like hours, you're hours behind. So you like actually have more time than you thought to sleep. That's a great feeling. It's usually the other yeah. way around. But yeah, when like, you wake up, like one in the morning, six. Yeah, you wake up five minutes before your alarm. You think, oh, I got plenty of time to sleep, and you see it's five minutes till your alarm. And you're like, oh fuck. fuck. Yep. Can I even fall asleep for five minutes before it goes off? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sucks. So. I guess my, that's it for the week. My mutant power <laughs> is to be able to fall asleep. You have that. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's okay. My power. Oh, it is. I, that's yeah. not your dream. That is your current that's power. That's my actual okay. mutant power. If you told me to go to sleep right now, I probably would. I'm not doing it. We I don't know, let's try it. Go to sleep, Mike. Nah. Fuck, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Now, again, we have our zine we're working on. Head over to uh, slash zines, and mm-hmm. uh, you can find the information and how to submit. We'd love to have your stuff in there. Submit. Submit. Uh, again, we're also going to be branching out into more uh, wide world of woo topics. I'm going to start working on an episode about the we folk. And uh, we're going to start doing more ghosts and shit. So that'll be fun. (laughs) Uh, David, what else have we got on the docket? Um, Make sure you also check out uh, um, Distraction Hole. We get together and we talk about goofy shit. If you enjoyed that X-Men tangent, that's what we're made for. Yeah, it's a whole show of that. That's what we do over there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, You know, so we still have the tangents in this show, but... Not as uh, deep well, as we they would have been. We haven't done Distraction Hole in like two weeks, so we, yeah. Yeah, we it, have it a was pent up. We're yeah. jumping at the bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's just, we need a release. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've been edging for two weeks. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. That, did you guys see that thing where Microsoft Edge browser tweeted <laughs> saying, tell us in all the ways you edge? Mm-hmm. Edge, mm-hmm. edge this year, yeah. Yeah, how, how yeah, did yeah, you I edge this year? I use on my nipples. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had an electrified clamp. Anyway, so uh, thank you for listening. If you want to learn anything else about the show, you can find us at supernatpod.rocks. That is supernatpod.rocks. You can find the show on Mastodon at supernatpod at weirdo.network. We're working on getting a blue sky for the show. Mm-hmm. So. We will see you guys next time. So until then, stay safe and stay frosty. Goodbye. I'm looking forward to X-Men 97. It's really easy to stay frosty. It's so cold outside. It is goddamn cold. Damn you, Iceman. (laughs) 